Welcome to the Manifesting Doll Podcast. I'm Barbara Orban from No Diet Babe. I'm a spiritual mindset coach and weight loss expert. If you are a spiritual babe wanting to up-level your life around your body, health, wellness, spirituality, law of attraction and manifestation, then this is the podcast for you. I'm here to give you the tools, teachings, and strategies to manifest the body and life of your dreams. As spiritual babes, we know to focus on love as opposed to fear. So get ready to learn how to implement spiritual teachings to weight loss, wellness, and your daily life coming from a place of love and abundance. This is a celebration of how we can shift our inner perception of ourselves and watch our outer selves shift you can become the best version of yourself and I'm here to help. So let's get started. Hey babes, welcome to the Manifesting Doll podcast. I'm Barbara Orban from NoDietBabe.com. So if you've been following me on Instagram, which hopefully you do and you follow my stories, you'll know that I actually went to two seminars this weekend. Well, one was on Friday, one was yesterday, which was Sunday here in Melbourne, Australia, and I've had such a a fucking amazing weekend. Such an eye-opening experience, okay? So here's the thing with self-development. Learning never ends, okay? So what I I see typically is when people want to change an aspect of their life and they're saying I'm suffering from this situation or I'm I'm struggling with this. And they're really like stuck in a holding pattern of their life being like that, right? But they don't dedicate enough time to self-development. And it's this perception that I just read one book, do one program, go to one seminar, and then my life will change. But that's not how it works. Like there's no quick fix to self-development and changing your life. It's a daily practice. It's a constant practice. It's like bathing and showering. You don't just shower once and then you're done. Like you've got to commit to showering for the rest of your life, right? (laughs) Unless you want to be stinky. And uh, actually at the seminar yesterday that I went to by Dr. Espen, he called it stinking thinking. And and that's a good analogy with, with the shower stuff. So it's like you either choose to do self-development daily, become a conscious aware person, or you're going to have stinking thinking. And it's never ending, you guys. It's a constant process that I do. And I'm always learning. And guess what? I up level and then I've got a new goal and then I've got new patterns to work on, right? So with every, it's like, oh my God, you guys, I had so many issues around emotional eating and it was tied into so many negative thoughts and patterns about myself. And then I was like cruising for a while. I was like on top of the fucking world. I was like, yep, I'm set, self-development done. And yeah, that was it. I thought, that's it, I'm fixed. And then I decided to start a business. 
And then I decided to start working on my money mindset. And then it's like, holy shit, there's a whole new world of patterns in my brain that I'm now accessing and a whole new like range of limitations to work on. It's it's actually never ending, but you get better. You still get better, but you still you still face problems. I still face problems. I still face limitations. I still face limiting beliefs. I still face negative emotions and blockages to work on and things like ups and downs and having to be aware of things that I'm practicing that might be in my blind spot that are sabotaging me. You know, it never ends. Yes, I have come a long way, but the more, like the longer the road, the more up-leveling you want to do in manifestation, the bigger and bigger up-leveling from where you started, you're going to face new challenges, okay? And you need to learn to have unconditional love during this process. You have to, unconditional love is just a muscle that you have to practice. It's honestly just saying, holy shit, I could get upset at this situation and beat myself up, but I'm going to make a choice not to because I know that doing that doesn't actually make me, doesn't help anything. So if you're, for example, beating up on your body and you notice a conditioned response of feeling shame, guilt, depression, anxiety, when you are triggered by something, for example, your reflection in the mirror or trying on clothes, it makes you feel uncomfortable, makes you feel fat, makes you feel shame, makes you feel guilt, makes you feel resentment. You got to change the emotional response that you feel with the triggers, right? But in order to do that, you have to make a choice that you want to, right? And you need to build this belief that it's not serving you to continue to do that, okay? And overcoming emotional eating is about all this stuff, okay? It's about all this stuff. It's about recognizing that your brain and the way that it's being conditioned, and I'm not going to say you in this case because You are a soul with a body and with a brain and with an ego, okay? So these thought patterns and this behavior of emotional eating actually isn't you. It's something that's been conditioned, okay? Because you, like on a soul level, it's like emotional eating is just something that you've learned and it's something that we have to unlearn, okay? So today I'm going to talk about how long it takes to overcome emotional eating, okay? Because I've seen various different people overcome it at different rates, okay? I've seen people change their behaviors around food in a matter of days. I've seen people start losing weight by change by implementing this work within a matter of days, okay? Now, On the flip side, I've seen people taking months and months to implement the work. 
I don't believe that there's a right or wrong way. I tend to be the slow one, actually. It took me years. <laughs> so the people even doing it within a matter of months are ahead of me. And I think that time is such an interesting thing because I see people talk about, wow, this person built a million dollar business in six years. And then I've seen people build multi-million dollar businesses in two years. So it's like, oh, six years is a long time. But then some people will be like, six years isn't a long time. And it's the same with weight. Like to me, if you reach your goal weight within a year, that's actually quite quick. But then again, there's some people who do it even quicker. And what the main thing is, is in my opinion, you can look at the concept of speeding up time. And the, what, the thing that I've realized even with the seminar that I went to yesterday was this term called quantum leap, okay? Quantum leaping is pretty cool because I realize now that I've done this before. <laughs> I quit my job and I quantum leaped into, into a higher level of money in my business. And I, I, I pretty much just, I just... With everything, every cell of my being decided that I was quitting and that it was going to work out. Okay. And then it did. It did. And it has for the last few months, like for the seven months or whatever. And that's the thing is like I did a massive quantum leap. So when I talk to people and I've met a few people at the last two seminars that I went to and they're like, you know, so tell us about what you do and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, so like I started a business two years ago and I quit my job seven months ago. And they're like, wow, that was quick. I'm like, really? It feels like a long time. It feels like like I need to be quantum leaping even bigger. But I did do a quantum leap, you know. And I think that with overcoming emotional eating – you can do that too. You can make a quantum leap. But on the other hand, what I notice is that you can't do this. You can't do this from an energy of needing it because you hate where you are right now. So for example, I was dying to quit my job about 10 months prior to actually quitting. But I wouldn't have been able to quit then. I wouldn't have been, I was so, looking back, I was so not in the mental state to do it and take that quantum leap. Why? Because I was really in this victim mentality and oh, poor me, my life is so hard because I'm trying to build a business and I'm working full time and blah, 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 blah. But also it was like, it wasn't even just that. Like it was the pressure, it was the pressure I was putting on needing to have something in order to feel a certain way rather than working on feeling that way and then taking action from there. And it's honestly no different with your emotional eating and weight loss. It's honestly, like I keep on telling you guys, 
spiritual principles apply to every aspect of life. Every aspect of life. I'm noticing it's the same shit. (laughs) It's universal laws, right? And you just have to learn them and apply them. And I'm still learning them and I'm still applying them. But just because I don't know everything doesn't mean I can't implement. Okay, that's the other thing too is don't expect to know everything before you start getting results, okay? So in terms of overcoming emotional eating, your critical brain is going to want to view that you don't know enough yet. And I notice that I I do this and sometimes do this still. But with overcoming emotional eating, with losing weight, with building a business, It's all like similar stuff, right? Because like I said, it's all the same. But it's like you don't have to know everything knowledge-wise before you can start getting results. I know people who have tons of knowledge but don't get results. And then on the flip side, I know people who don't have much knowledge who get results. So that's really important to understand too. Is the concept in your brain where you feel like you need to know everything before you get results. So that's another thing to realize um, that I've noticed. So just start implementing. Start implementing and you will start getting results. And now I've noticed this with my intuitive macro babes. We had a situation because we've got like um, Voxer voice support. So I talk to the girls a lot in the group and one of the girls who's an emotional eater um I've pretty much we've just been doing we've been doing the group for a week not even not even a week yet and within like five days within like five days you guys five days of becoming more aware of emotions and doing the work that I teach okay she experienced a situation while she was out eating Mexican where she would usually eat tortilla chips mindlessly and finish the bowl to the point where she didn't feel like eating the chips. And she ate so considerably less at this Mexican night that she would have usually, okay? Now, keeping in mind that weight loss is about calorie deficit, emotional eating is about eating to numb feelings and therefore your weight fluctuates and you tend to gain weight easily when you experience emotional situations and when you try not to diet, you can't, you gain weight because you're an emotional eater right? So that's what we've been working on. And she experienced basically a situation where she had overcome emotional eating. She was in that moment, in that moment, she had overcome it. Okay. But what the critical part of her brain did then, and this is the amazing thing is that because she was self-aware and because she's got the support of the intuitive macros group because if she didn't have the support of the intuitive macro groups she wouldn't have picked up on this right because we often don't notice our limitations we we have to have somebody else point it out or like really do a lot of work on being self-aware and she said that 
it was like, um, let me try and remember. And then like her, and then she said that her brain was like, oh, cool, maybe you can do this. And then the, the ego came in and said like, oh, but it's only because you're actively putting in effort. And then she experienced, um, a few days later, she experienced the, like a situation where she didn't perform so well, right? Now, this is really important because this is, this is the issue with our brains is that we, the problem is when we believe our thinking and we believe every thought we think. And it's like in this situation, it's like that saying that your ego wants to say, like, this is too good to be true. And it's really, it's really because the identity and the I am, like the I am an emotional eater. I am a person who struggles with their weight. I am somebody who always gains it back. I am, I am, I am. Like it takes if you notice the trends of your thought patterns, you'll be able to see what your I am is, right? And the key is to change that I am. And you fear doing this because you fear failure. But if you can understand that failure doesn't exist and you just do that work and it doesn't matter if you have obstacles and hurdles in the way, of overcoming emotional eating. You change how you respond to the times where you don't elicit the behavior that you want. You have to change the way you respond to these quote-unquote failures or obstacles in the way. So it's like I had two good days of not eating emotionally and then I had a binge, right? When I was overcoming emotional eating, It was a gradual process for me. I must admit, like I said before, I went from still having binge eating moments to them being less in duration. What that means is that instead of eating a whole bag of chips, I'd be able to stop myself actively and have three quarters. And instead of eating a whole tub of Nutella, family-sized tub of Nutella every week, I'd maybe have three quarters of it in the week. You know what I mean? It was like a gradual decrease. I wasn't able to go from binge eater to fucking portion control queen. That didn't happen for me, okay? It was a gradual, gradual process of learning to feel my emotions again, of learning not to turn to food, to reducing food. It was fucking scary, I tell you that. Learning to feel your emotions when you cover them up with food, goodness, it's it's scary, but it's well worth it. And you'll probably feel worse before you feel better because you're feeling emotions again, right? But... Let me tell you it's well worth it because it actually doesn't feel as bad as you think it's going to feel because you've got extra layers to emotions that make them feel worse, right? And that's what makes the emotion more dramatic. But the better you get at managing your emotions, the better you get at sticking to a certain way of eating, 
sticking to a certain way of eating that aligns with how you want it to look yeah so whatever you whatever your situation however you want things to be around food for you the better you are the better you are at managing your emotions the better you're going to be at doing that right so that's really important to understand because people get focused on the dieting and yes that's important yes you've got to look at that but honestly the foundation is going to be the thoughts feelings and beliefs and looking at that stuff looking at your emotions your mental health and how you're handling situations what's going through your head on a daily basis what is your I am and like what are the trends going on in your head what is it all saying about you not only that but are you believing every thought you think or do you understand that you are a soul with a body a brain and an ego and that you can observe your brain your ego you can observe it and it can say shit and you don't react emotionally to it right you don't elicit an emotional response because you've got detached observing like you you have a skill of detached observing because I still have that little fucker saying shit all the time and yes sometimes I because if I get stuck in a holding pattern, it's like you you become so used to it being there that you don't, it's kind of becomes in the background. It's like um, a blind spot or a shadow. So you can't see it because when, for example, do you notice if you put affirmations around your house, for the first few days you'll notice them, but eventually unless you make a conscious decision to look at them, they kind of like fade into the background. It's like, well, you don't fucking look at the paintings that you put up on your wall every day because what happens is your brain, because you see it over and over and over again, it doesn't see the priority in showing it to you in your awareness and it becomes the same with these, these holding patterns. And so you might be like, I tend to do this and that's what's sabotaging me. That's my block. I've got this money block or I've got this body block or whatever. I've got this relationship block. And then you just play out the same old life day in, day again because you're in autopilot and that's all good. Like no judgment, no shame. I'm like I'm recently going through a holding pattern that – yesterday at this seminar I had a breakthrough about it and I was like fuck yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna handle this shit now you know and there's no like judgment or shame around it it happens but that's why it happens is because of the brain's ability to kind of put shit into the background and not be in our awareness and we have to really bring it up into awareness which is uncomfortable yes so really overcoming emotional eating is is doing all that. It's like getting better at, well, feeling. <laughs> you have to face, you have to face what's underneath, 
what's being repressed. That's what the pretty much all weight issues are all about. It honestly is. It's all about that. It's about needing to to use some some form of something to make us feel better because we're not able to handle our emotions ourselves. So in terms of how long it takes, it's like a few things here that I want to finish up with. It's like number one, you can't you can't approach it from a place of pressure and needing it in order to feel better. You need to get to a point where you're like, okay, I understand that I'm in full control of my emotions. I understand that believing certain things and feeling certain ways is a choice. I understand that if I am trying to thrash my arms and legs around in quicksand it's only going to pull me in even more okay what does that mean if i'm in quicksand and i'm thrashing about it's going to pull me in more it's same with life you thrash about you want to have a fucking dramatic hissy fit of how you can't lose weight and how nothing's working how you haven't lost weight yet and you have that hissy fit energy about it you're pulling yourself deeper in the shit, in the quicksand, okay? You have to calm the fuck down. You have to access higher levels of thinking by changing your energy. You can't access the solutions in that shit, shitty place. Solutions come to you, okay, when you are open to receive them. They fucking come to you. Your subconscious mind has access to the information on you just carrying out the tasks that will make you lose weight. And they don't necessarily have to be big tasks. Even at the seminar that I was at yesterday, um, Dr. Espen was saying about the 80-20 rule, how it's 20% of action that leads to 80% of results. So what what does that mean? You have to do the 20%. And he was saying, you know, how one guy just switched one me- one meal to a green smoothie and then he lost all this weight because he just did all this emotional work but he took one action one simple action that was the 20 percent that got him 80 percent of his results okay so that's really important it's like you got to get in that energy yes you can do a quantum leap absolutely you can you can just decide that it starts now that you are going to be different now, that you are going to commit to the work, that self-development is a daily practice. It's a constant practice. It's something that you have to learn to be a conscious being, connect to yourself. It's a connection with yourself and your emotions and your hunger and eating with intention that's going to get you to overcome emotional eating. And yes, you can do it within a matter of days and all you have to do is change your perception of when you have hurdles along the way don't be so fearful of failure and you you literally apply this to any aspect of life it's not easy and it requires a lot of mental effort but it's quite simple when you really think about it, 
quite simple. So you can do it. Anyway, so in terms of emotional eating, if you feel like you are struggling around emotional eating, I have a fantastic course for you, okay? So at the moment, I actually have my course Emerge. So Emerge is my manifestation course, okay? It's a manifestation course. I talk for like predominantly, it is all about psychology and law of attraction, okay? It is for those of you, you you have to have a general understanding of terminology used with manifestation. So I talk about alignment. I talk about, um, I, I talk about many, many different like vibrational match. I'm not, it's not for somebody who has no idea what manifestation is because um, it's not so much introducing that. Whereas the No Diet Babe Academy is definitely more of an introduction for somebody who doesn't understand manifestation stuff. It's it's a lot lighter on, I guess, some of you refer to it as woo-woo, um, even though it's not really. But yeah, Emerge is like full-blown right into it. You're a manifestation person, you understand but you're struggling with emotional eating, okay, and you're struggling to control yourself around food, then this course is actually for you. So it's actually available now. The um, So I'll put the link in the show notes, okay, you guys. Um, it's basically, it's a three-module course, and what you're going to learn is how to identify the heavy energy and let go of this heavy heavy energy, right? We've got to look, there's there's homework, there's worksheets for you so you know what to be doing each day. We've got to shift these limiting beliefs. We've got to understand what the ego is saying and like not engage with it. I've got tools to overcome the bored and disconnected eating. We've got to set new stories, new intentions. The worksheets are really good. I've got psychological strategies, okay? So this isn't this isn't just about woo-woo, but this is actual scientific psychological strategies that have been proven to work with people with emotional eating and binge eating, okay? So the strategies in this course are scientifically studied to work for people who are engaging in this type of behavior of emotional eating and binge eating. And now tons of people who have done the course actually fully love it and have overcome emotional eating, okay? And like I was saying before, this can happen in a matter of days. You can be a binge eater, emotional eater for tons of time and start to feel better in a matter of days okay and if you have enough awareness and you kind of go okay so this actually isn't helping me to 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 think this way and when I have a limiting thought come up I just need to identify it and pretty much realize that this is the story that I keep on telling myself and this is why my reality is like this then yeah, you can overcome it quite quickly. Whilst at the same time, you want to allow yourself 
space and room to be a beginner, to be a learner, to be, to, to not be perfect. You know what I mean? Because I'm one of those people as well that has come from perfectionism and tends to feel bad. And so the priority there is to kind of go, okay, it's all right. Like you don't have to have it all together right now. You know, unconditional love needs to come in. But anyway, you guys, so if you want to check out Emerge, the the link is in the show notes. Um, Also, if you go to nodietbabe.com, it's under Emerge. Okay, it's under the courses tab. If you click on the courses tab, then you can find it under emerge. Um, And yeah, so go to nodietbabe.com. I'm pretty sure you can get it under nodietbabe.com slash emerge. Let me just check. Um, So yeah, go check it out. Nodietbabe.com slash emerge nodietbabe.com slash e-m-e-r-g-e that is my three module program complete with worksheets helps you overcome emotional eating it's an amazing course based on law of attraction and proven psychological techniques to overcome emotional eating like i was saying you can start to feel better in a matter of days and i teach you techniques in the course as well to how to keep that momentum going, okay? Because that's really what it's about. That's what I'm teaching the babes in intuitive macros as well, to identify how to do that, okay? And you can certainly quantum leap into a, into a place where you're no longer an emotional eater and an identity where you're not. Anyway, I don't know if you can hear the lawnmower in the back and whippersnipper. I'm really sorry if you can. The neighbor's like decide to do their garden today right when I'm recording a podcast episode and then Bella starts barking anyway the other thing I just wanted to share with you guys was like how cool it was to go to a business event on Friday and it was just like a normal business event like normal as in it wasn't meant to be spiritual or anything like that but everything that this guy was saying and everything that all the speakers were saying okay Everything, I mean, every single speaker that came up on stage who is wealthy and talked about wealth building, everything they said was about mindset. So many things they talked about were about mindset. And guess what it was all based on? Manifestation and law of attraction. They just didn't make it spiritual they didn't talk about it in a spiritual way they just call it success mindset or success thinking or whatever it's all the same shit honestly it's the answer to life it's the answer to everything you know so if you're somebody said at the seminar yesterday which i thought was a good saying and i wrote it down it's like skepticism Skepticism is an infection, not a rationalization. Because so many people are skeptical and they feel like they're like they're better for it. How they're somehow better off because they're not gonna fail at something. So they're skeptical of it. Do you get what I'm trying to say here? So it's like 
there's a payoff in skepticism because you just say, oh, that doesn't work or that's just bullshit or, you know, because you're skeptical because you're actually afraid. You're afraid of believing it and failing at it and looking like a dickhead. So it's actually like, it's actually like, it's a, it's a disease. It's like, I feel sorry for people who are skeptical of things like this because you're just limiting yourself so much. So whenever you're skeptical of something, because actually you can, you can want to have uh, an open mind, but because I know people who have opened their mind up to manifestation, but naturally their ego and their subconscious mind is trying to automatically be skeptical because it's skepticism is just a learnt habit. It's just a conditioning. So even though consciously they want to start manifestation, subconsciously they're still critical of it and they don't believe it. And I went through that to a certain extent as well. But now I feel like the more I get into it, subconsciously I'm so much more on board because I, I've, I've trained my subconscious to believe it. I've seen evidence of it working. I've proven it to my brain time and time again. And the more I do that, the easier manifestation becomes, okay? If you're not manifesting shit, it's not because the process doesn't work. The process works. The laws of the universe, physics, works. It's like... You know what I mean? It's like like gravity. Gravity never stops working. Can you imagine what would happen to the world if one of the laws of physics like just stopped working? <laughs> like, and we started like floating up in the air. Like, what if like the world stopped spinning? That shit doesn't happen. It's always working. That like everything's always working. If it's not, if you're not where you're at, there's just some more work that you need to do. And usually it's about believing and holding on to the faith that it's working. It's working. It's working. The moment you say it's not working or you, you go, oh, this can't be good. Like this can't be true or this is too good to be true or whatever. It's like you're blocking it. Anyway. Hope you liked today's episode and today's rant. Um, and uh, yeah, so basically, yeah, the the seminars were fantastic, fantastic. One, the one that I went to yesterday, um, Dr. Espen, he's great. He talks about like quantum physics, manifestation, science behind um, rewiring your brain and stuff like that. I love all that kind of stuff. NLP, all the good stuff. Um, so I love that seminar. I'm going to his two-day event in Brisbane in a few weeks. So I can't wait to uh, share that with you guys. Like some of sometimes like I share some stuff in my stories of like breakthroughs that I have and things like that. I've had a lot of like I've noticed a lot of fearful things um, since quitting my job, like anxiety around silly things like um, – just shitty anxieties like something's going to happen to Bella or something's going to happen to and I don't know like it's kind of like the saying I was saying in my stories like the saying what you own owns you really spoke to me because I realized this anxiety was like really holding on to things and not really just trusting the universe and just 
realizing that I don't have to hold on. I can just trust. So yeah, that's that's even if that's not like I get what the saying means, but that's kind of like how it spoke to me in that way. That's kind of what it triggered in me. And that was like the breakthrough that I had in, in regards to some fearful thinking. Anyway, I loved uh, the other thing that I learned that um, this just, I loved these um, little, what do you call them? Like, I don't know what you call them. Okay, let's just, I'm just going to explain it because I don't know what they're called. So this guy, Dr. Espen, was like, fuck, stands for Future Understanding of Conscious Knowledge, <laughs> like F-U-C-K, Future Understanding of Conscious Knowledge. I thought that was hilarious. And then soul equals state of unconditional love. I loved that one. And then the other one is ego edging God out. And fear is false evidence appearing real. So this is really important. False evidence appearing real. The more you can actually understand the meaning of that, false evidence appearing real, the more, I guess, enlightened you become (laughs) and the more your manifestation process becomes faster. So the time it takes between you making a decision that you want something and you actually getting it, I notice when you learn that fear is just an illusion. And I'm still learning this. I just mean that in certain things that I've been able to manifest, it's because of that. It's really because of that that I've learned to break down the walls of fear. Anyway, I'm rambling about my, my amazing seminar seminar that I went to yesterday anyway you guys love you guys and check out emerge because it's really going to help you overcome emotional eating it's time to quantum leap into who you want to be that's what I'm trying to do too and it's fucking amazing when you get that pull of energy to move to up leveling and the next phase of your life mind you I've been seeing 555 everywhere Last time I saw 555 this consistently was when I quit my job. So I'm fucking excited because new bigger things are coming. Let me know what new bigger things are coming for you. (laughs) Okay, babe, you've got this. You can do it. Your past doesn't have to determine your future. Okay, you get to start today. Leap into the new you. Okay, love you guys and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you loved this episode, I'd love for you to leave me an iTunes review. Don't forget to follow this podcast for more uplifting teachings to come. For more tips, inspiration and teachings, come follow me on Instagram at NoDietBabe or check out my website, NoDietBabe.com. Until I see you next time, babes, lots of love.